Okay, here we are. Okay, today we're going to talk a little bit about fraud, fraud, fraud. And we're going to also talk about inconsistencies with the governors, mayors, and very special people who have been elected to make laws that they will then break with impunity. Today on the Chuck Dever Podcast. The Chuck Dever Podcast. get to it. I was watching some of the footage that's been going on lately, today, and uh, actually it was probably from yesterday because I was at work this morning. And, uh, oh, what was that? Okay. Well, a few of the testimonies were ones that stuck out to me. The one, there was one, I don't know the woman's name, but she basically called out one of the people who are asking her questions and interrogating her. And she did it artfully. She did it as well as could ever be done. And it was something to watch. Just the attitude that she gave him. It was exactly what he deserved, no no doubt about it. But you almost felt bad for him as she goes and points out that uh, He was denying her statistics. He was denying her uh, expertise. She apparently was an IT agent. I don't have her name right here. But if you just look at Right Side Broadcasting Network, they they have all the footage of all the people. And if, if anyone is watching this, they should definitely go and check that out. Check out the footage that was released yesterday, I think it was. Uh, that would be December 2nd. And just, you know, you can fast forward to it, and you'll see the blonde girl, lady, whatever she wants to be called, whatever preferred pronoun she might want to go under. But, yeah, she did a great job. She was just so funny. And I I mean, I don't think she was trying to be funny, but she wasn't allowing him to go and take advantage of a situation by uh, asking her questions that made it seem that she didn't know what she was talking about, or maybe she was exaggerating and... uh, well, yeah, it was it was really something to see after she goes and calls him out and says, well, here I am, I'm standing on the stand, and I'm being asked all these questions under penalty of perjury with the sworn affidavit. And, and she's like, I swore my name to that. Did you? And he had nothing to say, because he didn't, and he knows it. And he's just going off the same talking points that they've been going off of for the last few weeks. That is to deny, 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 act like, oh, it's not systemic voter fraud, because systemic apparently has some sort of a magical meaning in the land of the Democrats. And uh, as we continue to find more and more fraud, first it was no fraud at all. Now we're at the, at least they're acknowledging that there is fraud. I mean, because there always is. There's always been fraud. Anyone says there's no fraud, they're lying. I mean, this goes back to the beginning of uh, votes. 
Anytime there's a vote, there's somebody who's trying to get an edge on another person, and it goes all the way back. I mean, in this country, as well as any other. So, yeah, that was something to see. I highly recommend you finding that clip. If I can find it, maybe I'll post a link to it underneath so that you can get a look at that, because she was really funny. And there was a few. There was actually a few uh, people who stood out in the realm of calling out this nonsense and saying what was happening. Another thing that was worth mentioning was there were suitcases in Georgia that were under tables, okay? Try to imagine it. You're there on the night of the voting, after the voting, and you're counting the ballots, and you have poll watchers who are supposed to be there watching, Republican poll watchers specifically. Now, they're sent out of the room, and at that point... These other operatives, apparently four of them, were in the room alone. Now, there's supposed to be other people to see what they're doing. That's the whole point of having those people. They're called poll watchers for, or not poll watchers, but vote count observers. And it's written into the law in most states to be able to verify what's going on from both parties. So there's no funny business. Of course there's funny business. Because at this point, in the tape, you can actually see them go under the desks in the, and their suitcases filled with something. And they start to go and mark these up and hand, handle them as their ballots. So, I mean, there's no way to deny that there's some serious fraud going on here. Just in those two instances where the first woman who was testifying about the IT, she was specifically stating things that had been denied before. One of those things was that there was no connection to the Internet, the Dominion software and Dominion Voting Machines. I'm not exactly sure if that's the name of the brand or just the software. Yeah, that was the uh, supposedly to be isolated from the Internet. It was not supposed to be connected. There was not supposed to be a hard line. There was not supposed to be Bluetooth, I would imagine. But apparently, she's saying that it was connected. I believe her. I do. I believe her. I, I've also seen testimony to the effect that there was data packets being uploaded to Germany for some reason, either to or from or something, there was an interaction where they could trace the data packets to Germany. This is not a good thing. This is not a sign of good things to come for our elections if we're going to allow ourselves to be manipulated like this. Now, I'm not saying the German government necessarily was had a hand in this. It could have been anyone. It could have been some kid in a German hotel room. I don't know. But, I mean, if data packets are being sent out, that means there's information being exchanged. That could potentially be completely insecure. It is. It's insecure from a standpoint of this is election stuff that should have no access to anything. And we were told that in 2016. Was that true? I don't know. I don't think so. Because if, this, if it's happening now, why wouldn't it have happened then? And this wasn't even anything that was exploited by the uh, Democrats for the entire four years that they were screaming about Russian collusion. So I can only think that they were using it to their benefit, and that's why it wasn't brought up then. Maybe that's an assumption I shouldn't make. I'm still making it, because it just it stands to reason. Why wouldn't they bring that up? Why wouldn't someone have thought to check for data packet and, and transfers and things? No one thought to do that? They just went off what people were telling them? No one thought to have like a hacker check out what this information is and what was going on? You can't, I mean, you've got an IP address. You've got all sorts of information you can check and verify. This isn't like 
This isn't like you're out in the middle of nowhere and you have no way to check this stuff. Everything is traceable. The entire internet is traceable. So, I thought that was very interesting. And I think that really anyone saying that there's no fraud while there's information being sent across the ocean to another country, that should never have happened. It shouldn't. There's absolutely no reason for it. And unfortunately, here we are. So, another bit of information I'll get into. It's going to be a tweet from Mindy Robinson. She actually posts what looks like a clip from One American News. Okay, I'm going to try to get that on there. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it. But it's a, uh, it's a minute and a half about, a little bit longer. But it has the Giuliani team... Hit the button. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> okay. But under this, she has, in Georgia, she has a listing of numbers, statistics. I know that statistics don't really play well on podcasts, but we're going to go through it just for a second, just so you get an idea of what we've already found, apparently. This is all apparently. I haven't second... I haven't uh, sourced this or anything, but... It seems legitimate, and we're going to try to go along with that for now, okay? So just take this as, these numbers might be not static yet. They might go up. Okay, so people, a few of the, a few pointer notes here I just want to throw in. P.O. Box addresses are not good for voting. I just want you to know that. There's people here who... Okay, we have 2,056 felons who illegally voted. Shouldn't happen. There's no reason for that. The only reason they're voting is because they're felons. They already broke the law. They don't care. 66,248 under 18 votes. Okay, well, that's big. That's a huge margin. I don't know exactly what the numbers were in Georgia, the difference between uh, Biden and Donald Trump. But I can tell you, 66,000 votes? That's a huge swing. Who did they vote for? Well, I don't know. 2,423 weren't registered at all. How is this going on? How are they getting in? This is insane. Okay, keep going. 1,043 used a P.O. box. Like I said, not legal. You need to have a physical address. 4,926 voted past the registration date. Okay, well, they should be deleted. 10,315 died before the election. Okay, now we're just getting a little crazy. Because I don't think all of them died in Georgia. 10,000 people? Well, maybe. But did they vote? I don't know. How? I mean... It's a lot of people. That's a big mass of people. Is that how many people die? I don't know. But it sounds like a lot to me. 395 voted in two states. Okay. That doesn't seem so extreme. It's not going to swing an election just at data point for sure. But 395 people. That's four, almost 400 people. That's a good amount of people, you know, combined with all the other things. We've got thousands and thousands here. I mean, 
15,700 moved out of state. They shouldn't be voting. They should not be voting in there. That's a good amount. And I mean, like I said, some of these margins are just so high that it's... uh, It would have swung an election, definitely, in some of these states especially. I mean, some of these states, this wasn't even a close call if it all went one way or the other. You can't help but think this is mostly... The young people are probably going to vote for Biden because they've been taught to hate Trump. It's terrible. It's child abuse in a way. I mean, people are just not stepping up and educating their kids to do the right thing. They're not stepping up and teaching people to be proud of this country and to try to make it better. Their idea of making it better is tearing it down and tearing down anyone who's had a part in making this country what it is. It's pretty darn great. Okay, continue. 40,279 changed county and didn't re-register to vote. Okay, well, that's illegal. I mean, I know it's it's not in to go and say we should throw votes out just because they uh, didn't follow the procedures, but the procedures are there for a reason. You need to be able to track this. And obviously, one group wants to track it, one group does not. Wonder which is which, right? When, uh, when you're the beneficiary of this kind of uh, con job, it's amazing to me that the Republicans lack the fortitude to even make a say in this. It seems like they're just backing down right away. And, well, that goes to show you exactly where we stand in in this. All right. The numbers don't lie. They're not good. We're going to end up over here. It's going to be a short one today, I think. But we're going to end up here with the hypocrisy of our betters. Let me just give you a bit of advice, okay? For Take it for what it's worth. I'm just a guy here in New York who is just... (laughs) I'm trying to help you, okay? To be better people. If you could just try this, okay? All the legislators out there, all the governors, mayors, all you elected officials in any capacity, please just listen to me. Okay, we've heard you say lots of things about lots of things. We've heard you talk about COVID. We've heard you talk about lockdowns. We've heard you instill your wisdom and you're following the science and all the rest of it. Okay, let me tell you, the people of the United States are not idiots. Okay, I just want you to understand this. We know what you're doing because we see you doing it. You lie about all of this because you go out and you live your life as you should, doing things you want to do with your family and loved ones. Now, I'm not denying COVID exists. I'm not denying that there's a danger to it. I'm not denying any of the science that actually is applicable. I would like to see some of the studies that you don't seem to ever want to show, or anything that would scientifically back up what your arbitrary regulations say to do. I'm not denying that. What I am denying is, 
when I see you going out to dinner, when I see you going to meet your family, when I see my own governor going and saying, I'm going to meet with my mother and my daughters for a nice cross-generational party, which we were just told is terrible and we should never, ever do. It's ridiculous. I mean, guys, come on. All I want to do is have you live under the same rubric that we all do. Okay? If you make a law, how about this? Just consider for five minutes to actually live under it. You know, what's it like to live under it? And then do it. How about that? If you could manage that, I would have a lot more respect for you. And I would actually consider your opinions to be thought out in some sort of way. I might not agree with them, but at least you would be living by them. Well, you're not. And I don't. I will not believe you. You can't have it both ways. You can't tell me, don't do those things, while you're off at your timeshare in Mexico with your family, like the fellow from the mayor, I think it is, from Austin. I can't even keep up. There's so many of you, and you do it all the time. It's like if it was a one-off where there's just one jerk out there, but you're all jerks. You're a collection of idiots, and you think we're idiots. You think we either don't see it or we're too stupid to put two and two together. No, we see you. We know what you're doing. So I call you out, and I'm telling you, you're idiots. Stop doing it. Be better. Okay, here's one final thought before I shut off for the evening. Okay, one tweet. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't even know if I should get into it, but it kind of cracked me up, so I guess I'll share it. <laughs> Kentucky mayor gets hammered. Okay, so I guess she was drinking. Goes on White Castle run. Okay, she wants White Castle. She likes her White Castle. It's good. I like burgers, too. She passes out in the drive-thru. Uh-oh. This is where it gets dangerous, kids. Try not to do this at home. She crashes into the pole and gets arrested for DWI, or D, driving under the influence. I guess it's not driving while intoxicated anymore. Under the influence. Okay. Well, <laughs> just another thing. Just another thing. Have it. You can do it. If you're a Democrat, if you're not, you're bad. You're so bad. Why are you so bad? Why would you do this? Think of the grandparents. Give me a break. All right. <laughs> 20 minutes, almost. I guess that's it for today. I wish you all the best, and I, will, I hope you have a pleasant tomorrow. I will see you then. Take care. I just wanted to add a little addendum. I just got some information from Nevada. I wanted to let you know that the data is in on some of these numbers, and it seems that we've got 2,468 votes by voters that legally changed their address to another state or county in Nevada. Approximately 42,000 voters voted twice in Nevada. 
1,500 voters listed as deceased by the Social Security Administration, 20,000 Nevada voters with a non-Nevada mailing address. How? How does this happen? How, how, is, how is some, some of them I understand, okay? Some of them, I mean, look, somebody might have died in the interim. They order an absentee ballot or something, and they send it in, and they die. It's going to happen. That's not that shocking, okay? What is shocking is when you're getting numbers like this, 42,000 voted twice. Why? How is that possible? And I mean, if they caught 42,000, isn't there, the, the potential is there for more, isn't it? And what about illegal aliens? I mean, illegal aliens might vote. They were told to by Barack Obama. They were said to vote. He said that. I remember hearing it. Everyone who is in America should vote. That's what he said. And unfortunately, that's encouraging people to break the law. He did it in a technicality way where he's going to slide. Because you can say, I of course meant, I didn't say illegal. No. Okay. Anyway, here we go. And there was approximately 6,000 USPS flags on vacant mail addresses. Vacant addresses. No one lives there, but 6,000 of those made their way in. How? <laughs> That's 6,000. I mean, it's not five. It's not a hundred. A hundred even. I mean, come on. You know, if we had any election integrity, we would have much, much lower numbers in this. I mean, 42,000 who voted twice, that's abhorrent. That is a banana republic. I mean, that's a huge swath of people who decided to double up. That swings elections, and that's what we're talking about here. If the Republicans do not do anything about all this, they're their own worst enemy. And I mean, they basically condemned the Republic to die. I'm not being hyperbolic. This is what's going to happen. There is no republic without any law and without any kind of system that we can count on. One that's worked well for hundreds of years. I mean, you're talking about we're 250 years in and we've been doing pretty good. This is unacceptable and it should have been nipped in the bud. I still think Trump, President Trump, my president, should have done a little better job earlier. Now, I'm not saying he did a bad job. I'm just saying, in this regard, he kind of let it slide to the last minute. Was it wishful thinking? Did he think that they weren't going to go and do this? They wouldn't go this far? Did he? I mean, I know he has a good turnout, and he has a base, like me. I'm part of the base. Who will go through the broken glass, they'll crawl through, they will make it to the voting booths, but the other side is hunkered down, and they play dirty. We don't play as dirty. We don't. It's not in our nature. It's how you, if you look at the way we gather for peaceful protesting, not even, it's worlds apart from the way that the leftists do. Look around. All the buildings are still standing from where there's a right wing rally. Any right wing rally, I mean, you have one bad one over the course of four years. And it's still being talked about like it just happened. Meanwhile, there's been like how many riots in this year alone where there's multiple fatalities. You've got like the George Floyds alone was like 33 dead or more than that. 
And I mean, that was straight from the riots. You're not talking about collateral damage. There was people who actually ended up dying in burning buildings that they didn't find until like a month later. But that's the way they tend to go and protest peacefully. Just ignore that peaceful brick being thrown at that peaceful window as it smashes through into somebody's kitchen. It's terrible. But our methodology on the right, I hate to do this. I hate to go and separate us out like this, but they'll do it anyway. They'll say, I'm right wing. I'm not. I'm conservative. I believe in God. I believe in the Constitution. I believe the right to bear arms is a necessity in this world. I think there's too many bad things that can go wrong, and this is why. I think having a Second Amendment is vital to it. The leftists hate it. They smash it. They hate everything about it. You see that flag? I got a little flag, a couple flags back here. They hate that flag. They hate what it represents. They hate Trump. Trump stands for the flag. They hate him. And they hate me. No doubt about it. They hate you. If you're listening to this, they probably hate you. Republicans, get your act together. You're losing it. And if we don't win, we don't have to win Trump in the White House. Or, I mean, I want that. That's what I do want. But we want truth. We want to know the numbers. We want to know what is going on. Because if we lose track now, you're not going to get it back. Those numbers are gone. And even if you find it, what, four years from now in the Department of Justice, it takes forever to go and get through anything? No. It's not good enough. We need somebody to take take the helm. Do it in each state. Each of these contested states, man, stand up. Check the numbers. Do the right thing. We're counting on you. And I... I'm afraid I'm going to be disappointed by your lack of spine. It's no surprise. Politically, it's a rough position to be in. Do the right thing. That's all for now. See you later.